Welcome to another episode of HR Party of One. I'm your host, Ryan McCoslin, and I'm once again filming from my home office in Nashville, Tennessee, as my family shelters in place. Our whole team at Bernie Portal is working remotely, and over the last few weeks, we've established a few new norms that allow us to continue to live our culture, despite not sharing the same physical space at our headquarters in downtown Nashville. It's been said that culture is the only sustainable competitive advantage. And we've been really intentional over the last 10 plus years around what our culture ought to be and what behaviors help bring that culture to life. Over these last few weeks, we've identified two new norms that make sense for our culture. And we've even turned up the volume on two existing norms to ensure that we can guard our culture in this time when we're all working remotely. Today, I wanna talk to you about what culture maybe could look like in the time of coronavirus. First, a little bit of context. Bernie Portal is headquartered in Nashville, Tennessee. Our offices are in downtown Nashville. There are about 70 of us, and most of us are accustomed to going downtown every day to our office and seeing each other on an almost daily basis. We have regular standing meetings with our own colleagues who we work with most closely, but I'm accustomed to you know, giving high fives to people who might be on other teams or winking at the University of Tennessee alums after Vanderbilt beats them in football. Obviously, it's harder to do some of those things than it was today, than it was three weeks ago. And some would say that those kinds of informal interactions can be the invisible glue that helps hold the team and the culture together. We've identified and, and um, implemented two new norms that aren't perfect, and we're still measuring the impact, but we think are, are helping to guard our culture and help us stay connected, even though we're all working remotely. The first is we've implemented what we're calling a shelter-in-place buddy system. I'll talk more about that. And the second new norm is that we are having daily stand-up meetings for each team and a weekly stand-up meeting for the whole company. Here's how our shelter-in-place buddy system works at Bernie Portal. And real quick, if you think the name is cheesy, uh, I tend to agree. Okay, fine. It's a little bit cheesy. But bear with me, because early reports are that uh, this idea is one of the best things to come out of this remote work experiment. Anyway, here's how it works. Um, every week, each person gets a buddy, and they're expected to get together with that buddy over a Zoom meeting or a Google Hangout. Some get coffee together, some have lunch together, and some have taken to doing happy hours later in the afternoon. But there's no business agenda for this conversation. Um, and it's always a pairing between two people who otherwise wouldn't interact. We, we pair people from the software development team with people on the marketing team. Or we might pair uh, someone in software sales with someone in client success. But this ensures that people cross-pollinate and have conversations beyond just their immediate team to connect in ways that, as I said before, can be the, the, the informal, the glue that holds the team together. Now, if you're interested in trying this, it's not rocket science. All I've done is I've created a spreadsheet with a list of everyone on our team. And each week on Friday and Saturday, I create new pairings. Again, I make sure that people cross-pollinate and aren't on the same teams if they're paired together. But then um, everyone reports back in their stand-up meetings on how their uh, shelter-in-place buddy conversations went that week. Since we've started, I've had three different shelter-in-place buddies. And every time, um, I... I had 30 minutes scheduled and we went a little bit over. It's not complicated. It doesn't cost you anything to try. And it may be a way to help you stay connected. Now, I mentioned stand-up meetings. Let's talk about those. Every day, each team at Bernie Portal has a stand-up meeting, usually in the morning, that lasts between 15 and 30 minutes. The manager gets those meetings scheduled 
And the only agenda items are for each team member to report on how their previous day went and anything they're working on that day. Beyond that, we just connect with each other as humans. We ask about each other's families or what maybe we're watching on Netflix in the evenings, given that we're all sheltered in place. It creates some structure that um, people appreciate, uh, given that they may have questions that they don't easily get to ask their colleagues um, if we didn't have this forum. Now, each team has that daily stand-up meeting, but our whole company has a weekly stand-up meeting. And the weekly stand-up meeting is led by our CEO, and he gives us an opportunity to ask questions and also reports on how we're doing against our KPIs or our objectives for the previous week. He maybe gives each team insight from other teams um, or how problems are being solved if, if, if the information otherwise wouldn't get disseminated as easily. Now, this is akin to uh, an all-hands meeting that um, many companies have adopted. Um, we just do it remotely over a Zoom or a Google Hangout. We're continuing to refine and experiment with what these agendas should be. But early reports, again, are that by having this structure to the day and the week, um, we're staying connected in ways that we otherwise wouldn't be able to if we were just relying on email or messaging services. In addition to establishing some new norms, we're also turning up the volume on existing norms. These are things that we've always talked about, but we're talking about them more. One example is that we're talking more than ever about assuming good intent. Uh, now, we didn't make this concept up. It's, it's, it's been written about a lot. Um, but the idea here is that with clients and vendors and colleagues, that these are trying times. They may have stresses that we're unaware of and that it's important to assume good intent. If their behavior is adjusted a little bit um, compared to what it was a month ago, or if one of their young children walks into the Zoom meeting, um, like we're gonna give them some grace and, and know that they're doing their best at this time. The, the other norm that we're turning the volume up on is around supporting new hires. Now, onboarding and training are always important, but remote hires are gonna need more support than ever before when it comes to communicating um, what behaviors are consistent with our culture and what's not. To get that right, we need to tighten our onboarding process and make sure we follow it every time. Training needs to be more structured than ever with a new hire. And communication needs to be more consistent than ever before. For HR parties of one, this is uncharted territory. No one knows what best practices will emerge from this grand remote work experiment. You'll do well to review your culture, identify new norms that need to be established, or turn up the volume on existing norms, if appropriate, to help your team stay connected. I hope some of these ideas help. They're working for us. And remember, your job is as strategic as you make it.